When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks, brought to you by DraftKings. Use that promo code THPN whenever you go to DraftKings to get some free goodies. Stars win tonight. Final score, 4-1. to one. We beat the Penguins, which we are terrible at doing, but boy... <laughs> The Stars pulled it off. Great four to one win. How you doing, James? What do you think about that game? Yeah, I was a, uh, I was quite scared at the beginning, honestly. But <laughs> no kidding. But you know, you when you got an absolute wall in your net, I mean, literally nothing gets through them through them tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know what what are you supposed to do from the Penguins' perspective? Like, <laughs> just nothing. Every time they pass it across, Otter's always there. It felt like he read every single play tonight. Yeah, first period by the Penguins was an absolute onslaught. Uh, the final shots for, for the first period, 18 shots on goal for the Penguins in the first period. And the Stars had nine. And Otter saved all but one of them. And like you said, James, create lots of cross-the-crease stuff by Otter. Great movement, getting across very well, very quickly, always right in the, in the correct spot. And it wasn't like a lot of big glove saves or huge blocker stickouts. Mm-hmm. It was he was in the right spot, made the good save. Exactly, so, it's that positional play that we talked about at the beginning of last season too, where it's, it doesn't it doesn't look like he's insane during the game, but then you you think about it, you're like he's just always in the right spot every single time. And it, honestly, if if Harley doesn't decide to lay on the ice and do nothing in the two in the two on one, he probably gets a shutout tonight. Like it, and it didn't look as hard as it really was. Yeah, so definitely want to sing the praises of Otten dropped the bat, and he's been great to start the season in general. I mean, a business start to the yeah. season. He's been absolutely outstanding tonight. He finishes. He saves thirty eight out of thirty nine shots. The, the one that goes in, like you said, guy all alone in front of the net. I mean, there's not, not much yeah. you can do there. Um, and he also assists greatly in killing three penalties. One of them, mm-hmm. three grade A scoring chances that he just smothers. I mean, fantastic scoring chances. I believe that was like their second power play is the one that Otter was absolutely exceptional in. And yeah, we, should, we need to talk about him more. We didn't talk about him enough in the first uh First four games of the season, but yeah, he forced I mean, us to talk about him tonight. Nine seventy four save percentage, and he was fantastic. It, the the other games he was good, but like this game by far, I mean, he stole the game for us. I mean, yep. it it was without a doubt he stole this game for us, and it doesn't feel like he did. It's the stupid thing. 
just yeah, because of the way he played all night long. It's like you weren't even worried all night long. He was just always there. Yeah, no real highlight, real saves to to, to look back on. He's just no. perfect positioning. Didn't make any mistakes. He was perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Um, so yeah, first period, like like we mentioned, crazy advantage for the Penguins. Second period started off pretty much the same way. Penguins had a power play to start that off, and they kind of rolled on with that until probably the first media timeout. Yeah, would you agree with that? Yeah, totally agree. I mean, we were. It was also just really bad puck management once we got it in our own end we we iced the puck twice after the power play ended so i mean we were we were stuck in our own zone and we were not doing ourselves any favors early in the second yeah luckily we were able to hang on there um we do get a power play after that which didn't score so it's still not great but we didn't get scored on and and we only allowed one scoring chance so and, and then we didn't allow a shot Oh, no, no shot. No shot. No shot. Hit the post, so it was not a shot. (laughs) They got Um, no shots shorthanded tonight. But but seriously, it did kind of build at least a little bit of momentum. Uh, It It, it got us out of that rut of us being against the wall. It really really slowed down Pittsburgh's pace that they had kept all the way through the first period. I mean, and and we saw that in, was it the Flyers game too, where we actually – it was a penalty kill that time, but I mean, the special teams are slowing down the game for us and they're letting us settle in, even if they're not scoring. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't give that much credit to the power play still because no. it's still, still, no, still it's only, great. it's only good because it broke up the way the game yeah. was being played. <laughs> exactly. No credit to the power play, just credit to getting the penalty called on the other team. Um, <laughs> But shortly after that, Jason Robertson, with his first goal of the season, kind of actually surprising to say that, considering he's actually played pretty decently. But he has a great patient play in front of the net. I mean, after a really good forecheck by Sam Smith, actually. Not Sam Smith. Craig Smith. It's Craig, right? Got okay, got there. I mixed him up. Um, a great forecheck by Craig Smith to get it to Robertson in front. Yeah, and and that that's really that, – that's how we ended up getting – most of our goals tonight. I mean, it was is the four check and winning basically every puck battle on the boards. I mean, after after we got through that first media timeout in the second period, it felt like the Penguins just couldn't use the boards anymore. They they didn't. It, it went there and we stole the puck from them like every single time. Yep. Yeah. Fully agree. And, and that's part of so the way this game kind of broke down. First period, really bad. Just just bad. Second period, you kind of started clawing it back away. Like we said, for the first media time, we started pulling it back. Robo got the first goal to kind of get that started. And the rest of the second period is exactly what you said, James. Getting pucks deep, winning puck battles over and over again, just, and it, not turning the puck over. Yeah. I mean, the that, only that was, goal that the that Penguins was the biggest score, thing. turnover on the offensive blue line. Just like we talked mm-hmm. about last game. is the very first thing that happened. The very first goal that scores, the exact same thing. And luckily, as this game progressed, they got it fixed. And that was kind of the overall thought process for me is that the stars learned how to get better as this game went yeah. on, which was very good. I, I mean, we, we stopped doing the one thing that every team had done to us the past four games, which was turning it over on the offensive blue line. They would take a rush back the other way and they'd score. And that's how we gave up three goals last game. Yeah. And they were all on, on, the, on our power play too. I mean, turnovers on the offensive blue line have killed us and we gave up one tonight and they scored on it. And we, didn't give up very many more. And that, I mean, that just, that gives Otter a chance on every single puck. And 
tonight he just saved every single thing that he had a chance on. Yep. Another interesting thing happened in the second period. We kind of got some line shuffles a little bit. Uh, Mason Marchment started this game terribly. Uh, <laughs> you immediately put in the penalty box. Um, and did not make very many good plays. The Sagan, Duchesne, and Marchment line was not producing anything, but neither was the rest of the offense other than uh, the top line. So we shuffle it around a little bit. We get uh, Dodonov with Duchesne and Sagan. We get Delandria in Dodonov's spot on the Ben Johnson line, and then we get Marchment on the fourth line with Foxa and Steele and, and Smith, excuse me. And it looked great. Yeah. I mean, it jump-started it just like you th- – just like you wanted it to. And, and suddenly we realized why Delandria was pulled in for this game because it seems like that was a very clear uh, coaching decision there. It was instant. They were like, okay, it's not working again. Uh, and then they flicked the switch and <laughs> and it all started working. Yeah, so, and, it, and it wasn't just to move one guy to another line, move mm-hmm. the other guy to his spot. It was, it, like you said, it seemed it deliberate that that move was made in that specific way. And, and it worked that great. way. They stayed that way the rest of the night. Stayed that way the rest of the night. The the Don of Duchesne Sagan line looks great. They got that goal, like I mentioned. And honestly, the Ben Johnston uh, Delandria line looked great yeah. too. It looked better after the I change mean, as well. Yeah, I, we we know the that Delandria with Ben and Johnston can work. It's just that Delandria can't score. Yeah. Uh, but if <laughs> if Ben and and Johnston are scoring, I mean, they weren't at the beginning of last season, which is kind of why Delandria got forced off of the line. But if if Ben and Johnson are scoring and he's getting lots of assists, maybe he's able to stay on that spot. But we'll see how it plays out. Yep. So Dodon gets that goal late in the second period as the Stars keep progressing and getting better and better. And then the third period, Stars are really just fantastic. The the main thing I was thinking of in this third period is the defense was stifling by the Stars. Mm -hmm. They had, I I forgot how many shots they allowed. Not very many. They allowed nine by the end of the period. But the first half, they allowed one. They allowed one the first 10 minutes, I think. Yeah. So So really good defending. Like Otter was number one guy in the first half of the game, but then the defense really kind of settled in as the game progressed. And the big thing for me tonight was like Otter's rebound control. And then when he did did give up a rebound, I mean, we were we were there for it almost every single time. And that, that comes from us being able to be back in our own zone defending. And that comes from not turning it over on the offensive blue line. Yep. Absolutely agree with that. The third period, we get a couple more goals. Thomas Harley scores on a weird one. Nadelkovich decides to come out and challenge a 50-50 puck kind of halfway into the zone. Maybe right decision, probably not. Um, I mean, it's Jason Robertson barreling down the middle of the ice, so I can understand the decision, but he did not make it in time. No, he did not make it in time. He gets there enough to at least not let Robertson have a wide-open net, but it just goes to Pavelski. To Pavelski, who then hands it off to Harley for pretty much a wide-open net. He had... He had I mean, one guy sprawling in front, but there, there were two guys there. There was there was an obvious window that he had to shoot it though. But he did he, he hit the window. Either way, the goalie was on the faceoff dot, so <laughs> <laughs> that makes scoring a little bit easier. And yeah, then, it. and then towards the end of the game at thirteen fifty one, Johnston crams one home, like yeah. literally just and rams it into the net at the end. And that's that's what was like even more showing that we were just working harder than them tonight. I mean, they had way more chances by they the looked, end. Yeah, they they looked smoother, and they the Penguins had. I think the Penguins probably had better passing tonight, honestly. And they they had a lot more chances on us, but I mean, we were just working for every single puck that we touched. 
fully agree with that. So overall on the game, I feel like this isn't where we want to be. Um, we, we talked about it in the preseason how we want to become like, like the Bruins were last year. Every time the Bruins showed up, you know what you're going to get. Now, that's obviously the extreme. They were the best regular season hockey team ever last year. <laughs> so maybe not quite that good. But we wanted more consistency, and that was pretty much our biggest problem we had last year. We played 40 minutes of good hockey, and that was normally enough to win. But you, you want to be able to play that consistent game. So the Stars don't get that, but they do at least start poor and then find a way to get to their game by the end, which is at least a little bit of a positive. And, and really, it wasn't I, – I don't think it was as much as that we got to our game as we just let Otter win it for us. I mean, Otter was having – he was having a night, and as soon as we were able to become defensively sound, I mean, he, he's – nothing could get through him. And he, I mean, like I said, he had a chance on every single puck that came his way tonight. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't one that was like a, a cross and then he wasn't there for, it, except for the one goal against in the first. Other yeah. than that, I mean, he had a chance on every single play. He was reading the Pittsburgh's plays pretty flawlessly. And I, I mean, that's just got to be frustrating for the other team. And if you want to use our, our lovely little, Deserved a winometer from Money Puck that we love to use. Uh, Penguins win seventy two percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, it, with the same stats. Yeah, same stats, that. same chances. They win seventy two percent of the time. Yeah. So I, I think Otter's goals saved above expected, which is just fancy for like the amount of chances they had. They should have had like four goals almost. <laughs> so yeah, so. Otter did absolutely play fantastic. Was, he was, he was a monster. I mean, he was a monster. This was his best game of the season so far, and he's already had some fantastic ones. So definitely keep singing the praise of Otter, and he is arguably having a Vesna start to the season. I mean, we haven't, uh, I haven't dug into his season numbers as of yet, but that's definitely something we need to look into for tomorrow's show for sure. No, he's he's looking ridiculous. There's some there's some crazy goaltenders uh, right now, just because early season, not a lot of sample size. But, I mean, Otter has been right there in, in the top of the league with them. I mean, I think he's still sitting top 10 through five games now. Yep, absolutely. Hey, guys, it's Ryan here. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there either. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Just one example here is Thursday Night Football on the 12th. The Broncos are at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs right now, their money line is at minus 520, and the Broncos are at a plus 390. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly. 
on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. A couple of talking points I wanted to get to. The officiating tonight was kind of just weird. ridiculous. Yeah, weird. That, that, <laughs> weird. that is the correct way to call it. Uh, Johnson gets two penalties in, in the, the game. The first one was phantom. <laughs> the first one, he has a great defensive play and lifts the guy's stick to take away a scoring chance. And it's called a penalty. And that's the one that I take the biggest offense to because it was four on four. You give them a four on three. I yeah. mean, if you're giving someone a For four on seconds. three, you need to be sure that it was a penalty. Like, it needs to be extremely obvious. And it, it not only wasn't obvious, it wasn't a penalty. Yeah. He It was a great defensive play, and he got the call on it. Um, as four on three is is much better than a five on four. Just with the extra open ice, Absolutely, it is so yeah. much more. It's a lot closer to a five on three than it is to a five on four. So really hated that penalty getting called. That was quite frustrating. And then he makes another – he makes a hit. He makes a good defensive hit, hip checks a guy, and gets – what they call him for? They call him for tripping, I think. Yeah. So that that one was weird because like I think he hit him and then his stick got caught up like in the dude's body and it was that that one at least looked like it could have been a penalty, okay? Yeah, the <laughs> that other one, one could have yeah. been a penalty. The other one was like completely phantom. I can and, understand it's it looks like a penalty. It probably is most of the time. This time it wasn't. And it wasn't in as bad a spot. But and then and I'm not just complaining that the stars got called cuz there was plenty of other calls that they could have called on the stars and didn't. Yeah. There like, was a like bunch of cross checks. Playing yeah. without his helmet on. Duchesne played without his helmet. Which there was I, a Liddell cross check into the back of somebody who knocked into the ice to get was... rid of a two on one. So, I mean, it, it just, like you said, weird officiating. Didn't like that. Um, and then the other thing I kind of wanted to talk about before tomorrow, I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot more tomorrow. Um, Marchment dropped to the fourth line. Um, and yeah, that's many really more deal. people calling for much worse to happen. And I might be on that boat now too. Yeah, I mean, he just—he's not. He—it's he, not just that he's not like getting it going. He—he he looks kind of bad right now. I mean, he's—he's he's having bad turnovers. He's out of position lots of times now. It—it it, it, it seems like he's just skating around the ice. You know, he's just having a nice time. Both of those things are my exact problem. I'll try and expand on him a little bit more. The, the first one, if he just doesn't look good, I mean, he's not getting anything. Nothing is going. Like he's not in it in position to do anything. He's not. He's not getting shots. Did he get a shot on goal? He got three shots on goal tonight. Actually, surprising. He did. He actually did good on the fourth line. I think he did better on the fourth have, line. But it's I mean, still... if, it, it was funny because like if you look at the expected chances for the Foxa Smith Marchment line, uh, they have the second highest expected goals for. <laughs> so like it's as like a percentage. No, for for like it's it's they they can do expected goals like while a certain line is on the ice. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I see yeah. that now. It's Weird. very it's very specific, but it, it I mean it was very very weird. I don't know if he actually was like, okay, I guess I have to do something now, or if it's just because the lines got shuffled and the Penguins were flustered, but. Either, we'll either way, he doesn't look good. He, it, the other thing I wanted to hit on is he doesn't. To, so to start the season last year, he, he had an energy around him. 
He had mm-hmm. a chaotic whirlwind kind of, I'm going to get the puck and I'm going to go to the net kind of energy. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't exist for him right now. There's yeah, no moxie. There's no swagger. There's no, it looks like there's no drive. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it's so weird because he's playing with Matt Duchesne who plays that way. Yeah. I mean, that's how Duchesne, that's what we've seen him do for the past five games now. And it, it, feel, it seems like Marchman should fit that. Like it feels like he should fit there and it, it's, it's just, it's just not working. That's that's exactly what I thought to start the season, and that's why I was predicting him to have a real bounce back year. It was a second year on a new team; he's going to be better, and it's just not materializing at all. He he looks and, worse than last season, honestly. He doesn't and, look better; he looks worse. And it's not to say that like he can't come back and do good again, because it's obvious that it's there. He's done it. He he did it. He did it at the beginning the- of last year. Yeah, he did it at the beginning of the last year, and then he did it in the playoffs, too. So, like, it's there. It is there in there. It it just, like, I don't know if it's just he's not playing with the right people or what, but it's it's just not working. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk a little bit more about options there and with some other news swirling around the Dallas Stars with certain players potentially signing late, uh, late in this start of the season. So be sure to come back on Wednesday. Let's do some... Well, you have anything else I, real quick before we do biggest winner, yeah. biggest loser? I wanted to talk about the forecheck tonight because that's really – that's how we won the game. I mean, the first goal is off the forecheck. I mean, Robertson pressures for another goal off the forecheck, and then the other two are work it to the top end of the boards, get it deep, and pass it in front of the net. <laughs> so every single goal came came from down low and just working hard to get it there and getting it back to the, to the net. So that that's – the – the forecheck really brought it back for us after us having such a bad, bad start. Yeah, the forecheck wasn't creating any goals in in the previous games that we've watched with the Stars, and it, it you're absolutely correct. At least three of the goals were from the forecheck on the Stars tonight, and it, I think that probably leads a little bit more to us having less turnovers in the second half of this game as well. We start getting that forecheck going. You you know that when you dump it, you can actually go get it instead of just dumping it and not having any chance of getting the puck back too. So that can really help with the blue line, and it keeps the other team more honest too. If they're losing the puck off of our forecheck, they're going to have to pull back a little bit more to give themselves a little bit more time. So that's that's definitely part of what can help you in your transition game trying to cross the offensive blue line. So a little more aggression, like you said there, got us the goals tonight, and it might help us on entries in the future, which would be fantastic. All right. Biggest winner, biggest loser. I think we both need to have the biggest winner tonight. And uh, Jake Ottinger. It's Jake Ottinger. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. I'm going to give you a stats just one more time because it's ridiculous. Stars, for having a really good third period, still allowed 39 shots. And Ottinger makes 38 saves. Um, 974 save percentage. He's absolutely unbelievable right now. Every game he plays in, he is a massive part of. He is not just writing this team's success. He is the reason for this team's success right now. And, man. I am so happy we have a Jake Ottinger on our team. Yeah, and and like I said, it didn't look hard, but then you look at easy. you look at where all the shots came from, and they're all like from the slot right in front of him. You're like, how scoring? How did the Penguins only get one goal tonight? And that's and, why those advanced analytics are more skewed too, is because those shots came from high danger scoring mm-hmm. areas like the slot, like you said, which was wide open to start this game for for the Stars. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made some massive saves. And I think those in tight chances, 
that are high danger chances, Otter makes those saves easily because, like you talked about, his positioning is so great. So and and he kind kind of he kind of breaks the advanced analytics because of that because he yeah. excels at being in the correct position. Yeah, which... all, all the stars have to do to make Jake Odinger a Vesna winner is to restrict the passes across the the zone. If you can restrict the what is it called east west right or whatever cross crease yeah. whatever you want to call it, if you can restrict that type of passing then Jake Ottinger will just stop everything. I mean, if if he can see the puck, yeah, if he can see the puck and it's not getting passed across the crease, then it's never going in. Yeah, agreed. He was absolutely fantastic. Biggest loser, James. Biggest loser. uh, The rookie that hit Foxa. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Dude, I... It's a, it was, it was like, okay, so he sized it up perfectly, right? It was and a great hit. And then he stands still and, and lets Foxa hit him, essentially, is what I think happened. That's really what I think happened. I think Foxa was skating hard and, you know, he's, he's hunched over trying to get more speed and he runs right into the dude. It had to have hit him in the chin or head somewhere because he was out cold before he hit the ice. That's a, that's a, it, 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 it was a great decision to hit there. It was a very it was a, it was a poorly hit. given hit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he just needs to position himself a little better. And I mean, even if you like skate just a tad bit into it, because, because, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, that's so tough, man. Yeah. It, it, Fox it was is not... a unit and he, yeah. he let him hit him. That that's the thing I think was the bigger problem there. It was it was John Ludwig uh for the Penguins. It was his NHL debut, I believe. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was. his first game. And he um he's going to deliver a huge hit and gets destroyed. He he was down on the ice for several minutes. He did get up, was very wobbly, oh, obviously man. concussed. Um, we're hoping he's okay. It looked like he was um when it was all said and done, but yeah, that that's a rough start to the to, your nhl career but yeah i'm I'm sure he'll be better he'll be back pretty soon he's hitting someone who's two inches taller than him and weighs only like 15 more pounds but like still that's a that's a unit to hit and he kind of took it lightly (laughs) and both guys were going quick too it was not it it was it was not a fox was going quick i think it was flying (laughs) i think that ludwig was not flying. Yeah, but I, I think I watched, that's the problem. I watched the video so many times to try and see where the head contact was because he was out before he hit the ice, like hundred mm-hmm. percent. I have no clue how he got knocked out. I watched it like five times. I don't know how the lights went out. I no clue, no idea. Uh, my biggest loser. I, I'm not even going to give it to Marchman this time. I'm going to give it to myself for a terrible take and thinking that he would have a good bounce back year. Because right now it's not, and honestly, my hands are up in the air. I'm I'm saying it's not worth trying to figure out at this it really, And it really isn't. It's the problem because we throw we throw Delhi on with Ben and Johnston, and it works. And we throw Dodonov up with Sagan and Duchesne, and it works. And, so, and you know I what? Mean, I I'd probably rather have Sam Steele on the fourth line than I would have Mason Marchman on the fourth line too. Yeah, well, and we'll that see just because healthy scratch. We'll see just because of how the fourth line played with him. And also Marchman is just massive and scary to have on a fourth line. He is big and he does the, the other. Here's the other thing. 
he draws a lot of penalties. He, he really takes does. a lot of penalties, though. He does take a lot of penalties. Taking but he penalties draws on the penalties fourth too. line is a quick way but, to get off. But if we can kill all the penalties like we have been, and we have a good power play, it hasn't clicked yet, but we know it's there. I mean, it still might be worth it. We'll see. We'll talk about this a lot more tomorrow, so be sure to tune in tomorrow at 10.30. There's going to be a lot of talk about that, a lot of talk about a guy named Patrick Kane, I'm sure. Uh, A lot of speculation, a lot of fun stuff. But, hey, this has been a fantastic start to the season. This now propels the Stars to what, 4-0-1? Yep. 4-0-1 to start the season. 9 of 10 points. 9 of 10 points to start the season. Our goaltender's playing fantastic. Our team is figuring it out. Kind of. (laughs) Kind of, but we're rolling right <laughs> along. Be with us tomorrow night, 1030 for your regularly scheduled StarCast remarks. And then Thursday, marquee game, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. It'll be a fantastic Ooh, one. Be sure to be, be back here for that as well. Um, anything else, James, before we close it out? Nope. Nope. Oh, Ryan is, uh, he has a job, so he's, he's, <laughs> he's not here. Right yeah, now. that's why he's not here. Uh, He'll be here tomorrow, though, so we'll get his takes on all this tomorrow. And like I said, lots of other fun stuff. Be sure to use that promo code DraftKings. Uh, no, go to DraftKings. Use the promo code THPN. There we go. We got there. Uh, check out the website. I'm sure Ryan will also give his post-game thoughts on a blog post, so be on the lookout for that there. You can also actually get notified for your Starcastic Remarks information at sarcasticremarks.com for when new episodes drop just bookmark that website it's actually a really good website for how small this podcast is i think you'll really be surprised go check it out real quick um you can actually also access our shop there if you want some little goodies um that's it for us for james i'm chris and this is kind of interesting throwing it to myself but chris close this out gg boys